previously on Strangers to the Multiplex. Now, see, the, the, the problem I've got with the whole thing <laughs> is... <laughs> well. Now, I, I think we're ready for a new Batman. I think the Nolan trilogy was very much its own thing. I'm not the yeah. biggest fan of the films. Um, I'm not really the biggest fan of that incarnation of Batman. I think it's very it's not the Batman. Um, so I think we're very much ready. I think Ben Affleck's a very good choice. The problem I've got is this looks... I know it sounds stupid, like Man of Steel 2. And I did not uh, like Man of Steel. Yeah. I, 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 it's I'd Man of Steel 2 with Batman. Counts, but I think this makes it past Man of Steel. I agree with you, it looks very much like Man of Steel. Mm. And if I'm honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Man of Steel as a movie. No. But I think this has a lot of ingredients that might carry it forward. Hello everyone, we've been away for ages, but now we've finally returned. So uh, it's me, Katie, and we've got with us Rob Wood. Yo, yo. Mr. Stu. Hello. And Darius. Oh, hello. Nothing changes, does it? <laughs> okay, we're going to warn you that we've got lots and lots of spoilers in this episode. So if you've not seen quite a few of the big films in the last few months or so, uh, you probably won't stop listening. First of all, I want to say thank you to Complimentary Copies, as always, for his awesome uh, tunes that he supplies us with. He's on SoundCloud. Go ah, to there yes. you go. He's on the SoundCloud, everybody. What's the SoundCloud? There's <laughs> a it's cloud full of sound. Oh. <laughs> it's big with the kids, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. This is the blockbuster season of superhero discontent. We're going to start with a bit of a catch-up now. Everybody, Mr. Wood, we'll start with you. Hey, hey, what are we actually catching up about? Is it just... <laughs> How are you? How's Robert? I'm good, I'm good, yeah. How's the rash? Yeah, well, a bit of well, cream's cleared it up. I mean, it's been about, what, six, seven months since we last talked, I think? I think it's it November, yeah. uh, it, I think a few quite big films have come out in that time. I may be wrong. You, you may be I wrong. May be wrong yeah. Still waiting for Care Bears the full. <laughs> you know, so, keep the faith for everyone. So, what, uh, what, have you, what have you been watching? What's caught your eye the last six or so months? Okay, well, the big one I think we have to talk about first is Star Wars. Yeah. I think there was a, a little version of that came out end of last year, and uh, we, we have mixed views on it. That, which funny is surprising. That. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly. It's not like us to disagree with anything. I know. See, originally we were supposed to do our, our Christmas special, which was going to be like the alternative Star Wars Christmas special, and we would have discussed it, but we didn't. Um, Drank too much pork. Yeah. We, we missed out there, because yeah. I, I think we would have been very enthusiastic at the time, yeah. because we'd just seen it. <laughs> well, I'm still enthusiastic. Oh, I don't get me wrong, mm. I very much enjoy it, but I, I was saying this to a friend the other day, mm. half of the Star Wars experience is the cinema, yeah. and I think at home on DVD, it doesn't quite recapture that excitement. Well, I, I saw it twice in the cinema. I saw it actually a midnight screening because uh, one of the perks of working in the cinema. So I saw um, I saw a midnight midnight screening, and that was fantastic. It was amazing. Mm. It was such atmosphere, and it was just brilliant. Um, it blew me away. I just fell in love with it completely. And second, and to one of the second viewing, I loved it even more. So, but okay. I agree on watching at home on DVD. Sorry, on Blu-ray, 
it it loses a little bit of that big scale grandeur. But I'm not going to lie, I've seen it like film. three times since I bought the DVD. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? I, love, I, love, I think it's a fantastic movie. But it's just not the same seen in the cinema. So. What do you think? That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> just watch episode four instead. It's oh, the same film and it's much better. There we go. <laughs> uh, I just found I found it really, really underwhelming. Um, it was just... I mean, the, the new one looks amazing. You wrote... Is it Rogue Squadron? Rogue One. Rogue One. That looks fantastic. That looks different. That looks something I've never seen before. Mm. This is just... It was fine. I, I wasn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it. It was just. It was fine. It was Ant Man level fine. Oh, ooh, ouch! No. What do you think, Katie? I mean, I don't completely disagree with what Rob's saying, mm-hmm. and a lot of. Bear with me. <laughs> uh, and a lot of people would probably agree with Rob. And to be fair, when I was watching it, I'm not, as I previously stated in um, podcasts, a massive Star Wars fan. So, but I could still see the, the mirroring of previous storylines. However, I did enjoy this Star Wars. I loved the fact that there was a strong female lead, um, that they did play it safe in some respects, but then in other parts, you know, they... I know we've said spoiler alert. I'm almost afraid to say it's, it. Like, it's, yeah. Can I do it? Say, people know. If people haven't watched it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're not going to sort of Han Solo... Yeah. Was came out, like came out, you go to the toilet once. <laughs> You've watched a very different film. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue. Well, no, when uh, obviously when he was murdered, and and sort of the other twists and turns that happened from there, I didn't expect that. Maybe mm. other people did, but not being someone who who's big into it, I didn't see it coming. Um, it was visually stunning. I know that's a phrase that gets used a lot, but it really was. Um, and I liked where they left it for the next story. So all in all, I, compared to you, Rob Wood, um, mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. But I get what you are saying. I, I get what people are saying about it. It kind of reflects upon episode four. But a lot of Star Wars films do, don't they? Yes. Well, it's, it's, the Jedi does as well. It's about, it's about the hero's journey. It's based on those kind of myths and things. And Lucas himself said it's poetry, it rhymes, it's supposed to be this kind of, um, you know, generations repeating themselves, making the same mistakes and things like that. But personally, I get what people are saying about that. My, my only criticism is not another Death Star, pretty much. But apart from that, I thought, it was, a be- I thought it was a beautiful, could I, beautiful Could film. I make a suggestion? Okay, um, obviously the prequel movies received really poorly. J.J. Abrams set out to make a Star Wars movie people were like. Mm. Nostalgia is inherent in Star Wars, okay? Um, part of the success is the fact that it calls back to the original trilogy. Mm. I think that's part of the reason we enjoy, we all enjoyed it so much, or some of us anyway. <laughs> um, and that's due to the nostalgia and how much it reminds you of episode four to six. I think you're right, and I think the job he had was to be, to, to A, to carry on the story, to yes. B, kind of reboot it, uh, you know, and, and so to bring in new audiences and, you know, stay true to the um, inbuilt fan-based audience. And I think he I think he managed that so well. He was, ple- he was pleased with a lot of different masters. Yeah, and I, I think from a very technical point of view, just actually in terms of filmmaking, I think it's a brilliant achievement. The use of, um, you know, real locations, yeah. mixed with CGI, mixed with uh, puppetry, all the things we love of Star Wars for mode was was there, and I think he managed that marriage brilliantly. We've also forgotten that he turns a trooper into a hero. Yeah, yeah. stormtrooper. Yeah, and, and John Boyega. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, really good. 
Fantastic. I love the relationship between Poe and Finn. Mm. There's something about that that pleases me. No, it was a relationship. He bumps into him at the end of it and he says, You've done well. It's like, Oh, you're still alive, are you? Oh, okay. There's a love there, I think. And there's a relationship that's going to come from it. He gives him his name. Yeah, he says, my name's yeah, F. Sonsi. Yeah, I don't know. I'll call you Finn. No, because, <laughs> because yeah, the, storm, the stormtroopers up to that point have been faceless. They're completely faceless. You know, mm. yes, we had the clones and the clone wars. Just have the same face. Well, no, because they, they do make a mention to that in the, in the story about um, Kylo Ren mentions, you know, well, maybe this is why we should use clones. Mm. You know, kind of thing. So they are playing on that. But no, just, just to say, I think it was full of characters who were fantastic. It was full of moments which made me smile throughout that film yes. I thought it was a beautiful love letter to Star Wars and yes I think there's more interesting stories to tell and I think more interesting stories are going to come talk me through some of your favourite moments what, I just, what parts in particular I, I personally I loved Kylo Ren I loved yep. the, the emotion the, and I think Adam Driver just nailed it completely he was um, conflicted he was the character Anakin should have been in the prequels you know He's brilliant. But to be honest, actually, my highlight of the film was Harrison Ford. I don't think Harrison Ford has been as good as that since probably The Fugitive. You know, he was so good in that film. And I thought he, he had the charm, the charisma. He turned up. He was there. He was not phoning it in. It <laughs> no, was just surprise, proper yeah. Harrison Ford, I thought. That's it. I've, I, uh, I just... Was there, was there not a bit that kind of excited the child? Must have loved something about it. Not really. The only thing that... The only time during the entire film I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool is when um, the fighting on, I think it's Yavin or one of the moons like it, and then there's um, Poe Dameron or whatever is in the, is shooting all the TIE fighters down mm. one after time. Just didn't do, they did like a 360 mm. shots. I thought that was really cool. Mm. That was about it. You know, one <laughs> hell of a fight. Yeah, one, yeah, one hell of a fight. I enjoyed that. I just found, I found the film very, it was very, I, I get why Disney did it. it. They had to be safe. You're investing four billion in something. Yeah. You, you know, they had to lay the groundworks. I wish they hadn't made the same film again. Um, I wish they hadn't done J.J. Abrams. He's a safe pair of hands, but he barely makes better. He only ever does a 7 out of 10 film. Oh, See, this, this really surprises me, and I'm sure we'll come back to this later, but I honestly thought you would love that movie. No. I did. I, 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 was, I was just underwhelmed. But Rob has extremely high extremely high expectations of Star Wars I've, I've seen it's it never again going on DVD to be the Star never... Wars of your childhood Mr. Wood. but then the prequels weren't and I still I, I found things in the prequels that I really enjoyed yeah um, I mean there the were elements in all three films I mean they're not none, none of them are great but there were bits I really enjoyed I in this you, film I was just, just I know what you're saying and I, yeah. I've heard just a few people say this about it repeating the uh, first film episode four but for me I see that and I just don't care because mm. I love the film so much See, this it, is, emotionally on a very pure emotional this is a very level. interesting flip side because I feel yeah. the same way about Batman Superman we'll, we'll get, get to that in a bit we'll get to that in a bit <laughs> no spoilers so, well yeah. there will be spoilers but no okay what I liked about it it was okay. to many many respects it was a modern update of episode 4 yeah. Ray mm. saves herself she, Ray, Ray's not Princess Leia. She yeah, doesn't yeah. need saving. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they go to find him and she's already escaping, you know? She has such a great character as well. I think she, she works really well. And I t- you know what I really loved, actually? The moment that still gets me is the last 
10 seconds or whatever when you see Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. That emotion Mark Hamill has in his face, in his eyes, he's conflicted, he's torn. Looks like someone's got his coffee order wrong. He he, he holds that that look. He looks amazing. And that got me. What I would say is that shot lingers for too long though. She stands stands there with the the lightsaber outstretched for far too long. I I would have cut away long. The helicopter had to get all the way around to get that shot. I liked it. I was, I was, I was wondering what would happen though if it, she, she got, she got, she got there and she got up to me. She took out the lightsaber and he turns around and it's not Luke Skywalker, but it's actually Anakin Vader. What, a, what an ending to the movie would that have been? That'd have been different. I think, I think I would have cried that for different be... reasons. At that point. <laughs> but anyway, it's a question, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's it's just popped into my yeah. head. From that point, what do you think will happen? So he's turned around. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next film, I think, is going to really deal with the Jedi Temple and looking at uh, the training of the Jedi, bringing back the Jedi. So she will um, receive some kind of formalized training. She will. Yeah. It, it, it will juxtapo- sort of juxtaposition with juxtapose. Oh, it's a fancy word. It will basically. It will. You'll have Kylo Ren mm. and you'll have Rey. Both being trained, trained by both sides, and that's going to kind of. Mm. Do we think that Ray is Obi Wan Kenobi's daughter? I think that's a possibility, but I, I quite like the idea that she's not actually connected to anything. That would be something different. Yeah. I, th- I think they do like connections. I mean, the I, signs do, signs I do wonder, there, though, aren't they? they how, how old must have Obi Wan Kenobi been when he fathered Ray? If these movies are set, hey, that dude would point, point out about. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> he was on set. He died. Even in Turtle Sleep, Obi Wan Kenobi is getting it up. I think the issue is everybody's thrown around rumors. Like oh maybe she's the reincarnation of Anakin oh maybe she's Obi Wan's daughter maybe she's the daughter of the character in Rogue One even though like she would have to be why, like, why, isn't, why isn't she Luke's daughter well she could be Luke's Too daughter obvious. I mean that's the obvious one isn't it but I hope maybe it's not kind of I think that's I, th- I think that's the more or, likely explanation or she's just or someone who's the chosen one or she's just, just a maybe the midi chlorians created another. Oh. <laughs> Another immaculate what, conception. Don't, right? <laughs> don't, don't worry about the mini con. They're not important. It's the uh, all the it's, it's the what make up the force. force. It's yeah. like the biological kind of yeah, explanation of what the force is. You have yeah. the blood. You kind of. We had anyway, let's, let's, well, look, let's not go. Let's not okay, go. Okay, so I, I think we can summarise in saying that two of us really enjoyed it. Hmm. No, one of us. No, 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 I'm going to add myself to that list. Yeah, I did it. enjoy it. Okay, so it's the three of us against Fussy Bitch, which I've got a feeling might come up again be, later. It's, it's <laughs> be okay, that could be the title for the podcast. <laughs> it's like like Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we all enjoyed Star Wars. Anything else anyone's seen lately that was very good? Um, not superhero based, but I saw The Witch. Mm. Are we calling it Witch or no, the, the Witch? Yeah, the Witch. Fairly low budget. Very low budget, but it made for about a million quid, I think. Yeah. A million dollars. Absolutely. Just from beginning to end, sucked into this story mm. where not a lot is happening, but basically it's New New England, this family mm. are cast out from their society. You know, the it's, the, the, it's like the first settlers in America. Um, really poor. They have to leave their home. They go out and live by the edge of a forest, and from there it just all goes to uh, poop. Yeah. Um, uh, American movie? <laughs> I think, well, full British cast, but I do. I think it was American Money shot yeah. in American Money. It's been yeah. like. But like, the actors behind it, you know, you've yeah. seen them in British drama. And Game of Thrones. I, yeah, I think, Game I think with Civil War, it's yeah. like one of the best Cute. reviews films of the year, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't good. seen it yet, please it's do. Mm. It's. By the end, it was just like 
Rob, Rob Wood mm. saw it with me, but we just turned to each other in silence and was like, wow. It's pretty cool. <laughs> did, Rob like, did Rob like this? I actually I really liked it. I think he may yeah. have, actually. I, I really liked it. Don't. It's, it's a bit, sway whether I want to watch it. It's actually good now, film. It's, it's, a bit, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit Babadookian, in, in yeah. don't Babadookian. expect Babadookian. Yeah. As in, you're going to be disappointed if you're expecting an out-and-out out horror. Yeah. But if you're looking for something that um, is beautifully builds up tension um, and has elements of horror and obviously being the witch you can have good stuff in the dark up what's happening there um, watch it I'd be interested to hear other mm. people's thoughts mm. on it um, yeah there's no quite quite bang in this one it's, it's a not thinking a quite, man's quite horror bang film. bang mm. it's, it's something else and that's the witch yeah, that is the witch good. I know you watched a lot of the Oscar contenders um, yes. does, does anything spring to mind uh, Carol was good, slightly overrated, but uh, performances are very interesting. Mm. I'm trying to think what else was nominated. Spotlight, 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 Spotlight was, was very see, good. See, I, I like Spotlight, but I, yeah. I wasn't like blown away by it in terms of filmmaking. I no, think it, it was a very, very important story. Yeah, it they let the story yeah. lead the film, and no, it didn't require fans filmmaking. Yeah, so it didn't require much finesse. It's just stick the camera, let's tell a story, and let that do to look at. We didn't see the room. That's the only one we didn't really see. And good. Um, in the Revenant, yeah, Revenant, very good. The Revenant, the Revenant was great. Actually, that that'll probably be my choice of things I watched. The Revenant was fantastic. It's, yeah. it's not necessarily a film where we want to watch a game. No, but it's a film no. to experience. Yeah, and how and, cold you know, does it make you feel when you're watching it? it? You feel like you're with him. Yeah. You feel yeah. physically. I, down I, just, I, I just don't think the title's right. I think it should be called Leo's Really Bad Day. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes through the poor guy. Like Ferris just, Bueller's Day off, just, Leonardo DiCaprio's Day off. He just can't, he's uh, can't get a break like that. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I won't get ready for the way, but oh did my you, God. Did, given what you're saying there then, did you struggle to really believe the characters they were and it was just Leonardo DiCaprio Leonardo DiCaprio was having a bad day like you didn't no, he, see him I think I, I, I saw him as the character I think he, um, you have to kind of take up a pinch of salt I know it's based on a true story or it's legends. not as true legends yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah. way near so yeah, a lot of it's like uh, it's a bit unbelievable but it is, it's one of those kind of classic boys own kind of it's, adventure it's a bit like stories, the film of Jebediah Springfield for <laughs> 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 oh my gosh yeah. Yeah. it is yeah but no, I, I thought it was amazing. I thought the uh, cinematography, which is obviously a standout, because in fact they shot all oh, daylight, yeah. uh, natural well, light. Yeah, the films, the directors, yeah, natural light, I can't say. Well, he did Birdman, yeah. He did Birdman. Oh, so he did. Yes, I love it. Great But film, what was yeah. the other film he did? Uh, 21 oh. Grams, was it? No, no something. Is it Maris? Paris. Oh, I'm gonna really. I'm gonna. Look who's talking now. Look who's talking now. Yeah, it? yeah, that's it. No, look who's Rob talking. Look who's, look who's talking <laughs> too. <laughs> um, did anybody else see uh, the Hateful White? Yeah, I've yes. seen it. I enjoyed that a lot. What did you think? I, so you're, you're not a Tarantino. I fan, hate Tarantino. I can just ten percent cope with this film. Okay. okay. It's the, it's the film of his I hate the least, apart from Reservoir Dogs. See, I quite enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a very good film. The Hateful see, I, I was put um, up by. Uh, Django, Django, so Django on chain. That's film. dreadful. I much yeah. prefer Hateful Eight. I've, I've heard it's good. Why is, yeah. why is it every film Jamie Foxx is in is terrible? Yeah, it's not very good acting. I yeah. How about yourself, Katie? Is there anything that stood out in um, well, six months? Apart from The Witch, The Revenant, yeah. I'm trying to remember. There has actually been a lot of good films. Well, we watched uh, The Big Short, where they talk mm. about the housing crisis and the bubble oh, That was incredible. very incredible. And you do, for yeah. a start... They, they make mm. it easy to understand. I was about to say, it's not, not the most fascinating um, subject for a film, but as they, I understand They get Margot Robbie in a bathtub 
uh, to spell it out to you. Yes. <laughs> is she Which, I, I need that kind of help. Can I just say, Robert, the film did get a lot of stick for... Um, being misogynistic. For being misogynistic, thank yeah. you, but it's an hour reflection of the. It could have been at the time that, mm. at the time that it was yeah. all happening. But I do think if you put that to the side, it is an important story mm. to hear because, and that's another one, just like um, Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah. In in that, it's the story that leads it all the way through, and you know, oh, and it could be we can learn a lesson from this. So oh, okay. it's, it would be an interesting story for and people. To talk, just to dive in about the performance, I know Christian Bale was nominated for the Oscar for it. And as well, he's good, he is Christian Bale, but um, Steve Carell in that film is absolutely brilliant. Steve Carell's brilliant. He's such a, yeah, and he's so good, he's so funny, he's such a great dramatic actor. And I've seen a few of his films, uh, Little Miss Sunshine being one of the previous mm. standouts, Fox but he is it. so good. In this film, you see, it's worth seen Fox Catcher. Never seen Fox Catcher. Didn't interest he, me. He's not Thank great. I didn't love the film, but I loved his performance. Mm. Actually, in, to, in, in, to, in terms of performance, I thought Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight was amazing. He yeah. should. He should have. I, I like Mark Ruffalo. He's, 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 he's very likable. Fantastic. Well, he, is he is the Hulk. He is the Hulk. He's Hulk, but he, he was amazing in that film. I thought really understated performance. Imagine if the Hulk did appear in that and took down the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk smash. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a different film. Was it? And, uh, Okay, so let's move on to our main discussion today. Um, so we've had a lot of superhero films come out. This seems to be one every month now, I would probably <laughs> say. You know, but again, this is film the, or TV. This is yeah. a golden age. It's the golden As age. Kids, golden 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 age. Well, one superhero. Not all of it's good. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's we, get carried away. We'll, we'll get Civil War later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Do you think there's enough being churned out that you're going to have something? If you, ch- if you do this many films about a particular genre, not all of them are going to be great. No, no. but you're going to get a diamond somewhere in it, aren't you? Well, Batman Superman. Let's, let's go through it. Okay, so it's quite a few, has come, few have come out in the last few months. So let's, let's go, I'm just going to quickly run through them, and then if everyone can kind of just let us know what we stood out and what you felt about them. Okay, so firstly, Deadpool. We had Deadpool. Uh, we've had Daredevil on Netflix, season two. Yeah, buddy. We've also had uh, a little film called Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had also <laughs> had very recently... Uh, Captain America Civil War now I know which uh, two stand out for me personally I loved Daredevil season 2 I thought it was fantastic I thought the opti-ante in terms of action mm-hmm. I think the story was a lot simpler a lot kind of streamlined very more comic booky, quite easy to follow I thought the supporting cast were given a lot more to do as well um, and I just thought the action was amazing it, it, it rivaled so much that Hollywood is doing in films yeah it's for absolutely fantastic. Um, and also Civil War really jumped out to me as well. But I think we're going to talk a bit about Civil War in a minute. So um, how about yourself, Rob? I was pretty much ineffective by uh, Deadpool. I think for the way to get to Deadpool to get to the big screen, um, I think the end result it wasn't a bad film. But I don't, I don't think it was, um, it was nothing major. I'd very much struggle to sit through it again mm. anytime soon. My problem with it, I think, was the fact that I'd seen the test reel, which is the sequence in the car where he kills the bodyguards. Mm. Now, to me, that was the best sequence in the whole movie. I'd already seen that going in, and I'm not sure anything in the rest of the movie actually lived up or surpassed that. Okay, okay. So. Stylized violence, mm. 
was all well and good. That was that was fine. I'm not saying it's a poor movie. I'm just not sure it did anything exceptional. Okay. So, Katie, what, what kind of stood out from those films and shows? Um, I mean, I did, I did like Deadpool. Um, I think I was expecting more from it, but I think they were so desperate to get everybody on board with the fact that it was going to be an 18 Ooh. comic mm-hmm. book film. Um, I think that's probably why they were letting a lot of big stuff that they probably wouldn't let normally get out into the wide world yeah. do that. But all in all, you know, I think if I give it a while where I haven't seen it all and I watch it again with fresh eyes, I think, you know, there'll be a, a renewed sort of uh, passion, well, not passion, uh, interest in it. Um, I think Captain America Civil War, though, really, it was just stunning, amazing film. Yeah lots and lots, crammed full of action sequences some excellent surprises I genuinely didn't know about um, good but I know not everyone agrees <laughs> well we'll come to that so um, I've got a feeling I know where this is going to go but what kind of stood out for yourself Mr Wood well, I'll go for, I mean Deadpool I, I did enjoy it's not a great film by any stretch I'm just glad it's out there it's been made and I think we'll look back with Deadpool like we did the original X-Men movie which started kind of started the second wave of the uh, superhero genre I think we'll look at Deadpool as being the beginning of maybe more adult uh, orientated superhero movies which can only be a good thing but the film for me is fine um, I, could, I, you, could you go and watch it again? I have watched it again oh okay. I have yes I watched it twice uh, it's still good and I think unfortunately the marketing department who did a phenomenal job selling the film to people they gave most of it away in the trailers and, and I get why they did it and if I was come to it fresh on Blu-ray without ever seeing any of that I'd probably think it was even better mm. uh, but I did enjoy that um, Daredevil season 2 was good for its first season but I did, I did like it it's a very fantastic well made show and much better than Jessica Jones Superman Batman was incredible which we'll come to later yeah he um, said incredible incredible in yeah. hear that yeah and uh, Civil War was disappointing okay. he said disappointing just in case you just to, just to go back for a second yeah <laughs> get that down on paper somewhere yeah. but just bear in mind he didn't like Star Wars either yeah, yeah. yeah. okay um, Daredevil for me what Daredevil excelled at what it, which it had done in season one was the casting yeah I think Ooh. they had some fantastic casting in terms of the Punisher mm. yes and Elektra and, and I think if you keep casting people as well as they're doing, I don't think the plots really matter. No, not at all. I mean, it, it's, it's testament to say that actually in a show like that, the characters are great because it would be very easy just to have a very simplified characters and have lots of action and, you know, it doesn't really matter. But I think they do a wonderful job of balancing characters you actually do give a shit about. Yes, absolutely. You know, yes. with brilliant action and, you know, clever dialogue, witty dialogue, um, good dialogue basically and I think for television it's a step above a lot oh, like Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. for instance oh, God, which Jesus, is just what you expect Agents from of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not hard to me no um, I thought with Daredevil though and I don't know if anyone you're probably not going to agree with this that's fine um, the character himself Daredevil I found really irritating this oh, right. season I think because he was on a journey yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of on a journey journey gets in the way of kicking ass and right? it yeah. was I found that that character grated on me and I was cheering more I wanted to see more Punisher 
I was all for the... I, I found myself each episode actually wanting to see what the Punisher was going to do and what was happening with that character more than Daredevil, having a bit of a whinge over his girlfriend or not girlfriend. <laughs> that really... And, and that's probably very different to what a lot I, I, of people are no, thinking. I, I know, no, I, I know what you're saying, but I think it was a whole... What they were trying to do was a whole kind of devil and the angel kind of thing, isn't it? It's about... Um, two different sides of the coin of like justice and vengeance and stuff mm. you know and you've got you, you've actually got two characters the Electra and the Punisher who are kind of very brutal and kind of taking the Lord's own hands and pushing the violence and everything and he was kind of torn wasn't he in terms yes. of what he should do yeah, but I think, for want of a better phrase, he was very pussy-whipped. <laughs> <laughs> and well said, yes. he wasn't really making... I just found that he wasn't really his own man, that he was making decisions based on what other people were thinking and feeling, and I, and I don't think sometimes but that he I was... I think that's Matt Murdock's light in life. I think Matt Murdock yeah. always strives to do the right thing and... For others. Yeah, and, but his life's derailed by yeah. the women he gets involved with. And I, I think that's well, if that's, that's, the, if that's the character page. from the book, then they did that really well. They did do that well. What I would say with the dead with Daredevil, the characters um, all had believable motivations. Mm. Unlike yes. another movie yes. we may be discussing later. I absolutely believe that those characters are doing what they think is right in the world. And I can, if I was the Punisher, I would see that as the logical step. Mm. Um, and I think, His, I, I felt, think the was sh- the strongest. But I think the show should passionate. be congratulated for having those bylines for each character, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, like, like you said, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff, those characters' motivations to change so from episode to episode yeah. just to serve the plot. Whereas the Daredevil characters seem a bit more true they're to dedica- their own Yeah, they're dedicated yeah. to that character. Um, but again, fantastic casting. Mm. I think another standout fight scene in the terms of the stairwell... I was yeah. just thinking of the step. Oh, yeah, the stairwell. Yeah, stand out. A lot more kind of comic booky. I felt it was kind of a bit, you know, not over the top. Maybe you know, but you know, rather than season one when they had this fight in the corridor. Yes, it, I think yeah, this fight they kind of pushed it a little bit further, and it was great. Don't get me wrong, but I feel they kind of went for it a little bit more in terms of. You well, know, I imagine they've got an even bigger budget. For this yeah, season, yeah. Which How, probably helps. The punishment was quite violent. Well, but every every, every episode yeah. was kind of action scene, action scene, action scene. It was a big fight, pretty much every episode. And I loved that. But you see, I, I found with season two that I mean, when season one came around, we were trying to limit ourselves to not watch it all in one go because right. it was so good. This season. Yeah, let's just stick a daredevil. Nah, let's put something else on. Yeah, let's watch something else. Do you think the novelty's gone a bit? I just, I found it, I mean, it's good. It's just, it, I didn't find it as gripping. Gripping, yeah, okay. Yeah. And to, to go to yeah. the element of, of characters and casting, I don't like John per- Burntall, how we pronounce his surname, mm. as the Punisher. I shouldn't fancy my chances of taking on the Punisher. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd fancy. You you well, I'd fancy taking on a chance against the actor, not the actual character. If you could take him up. I, so I, I reckon I could take on John Pernsell. I shouldn't feel. Well, if you listen to John, I don't know you are. Yeah. Uh, throw down, John. Throw down. I've got his, I've got his address. It's fine. Yeah. Can so, I yeah. just say though? It's, I think it's Bethnal one. Okay. Two. You were actually really like ooh near the end of it where he got his proper. Oh, what he did his T-shirt. That was amazing. And they had. Oh. The X-ray of his skull. Yeah, that was no, the, the character was very well written. I just don't like the actor. I think he does crazy well. I think, but that's it. I, 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 he's I, too. He's he's just not for me. That's not the Punisher. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
but um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's fine. It's very well done. I, I'd like to see more foggy and. Mm. Um, Karen. Karen. Uh, tell me something, okay? Right. Follow follow the um, Karen Page career path. One day, <laughs> I'm a secretary. The next, I think <laughs> I might be a journalist. They've got quite useless for investigative journalist. Yeah, but plucky. I thought Foggy, Foggy's <laughs> moment in the sun in the courtroom. I know why she got where she did it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, fog, foggy in the foggy courtroom. courtroom. Foggy in the courtroom. That was really that was good. Very yeah. Yeah. I think I might have messaged you at the time to say it's just gone from a superhero show into a courtroom, courtroom drama, drama yeah. and I'm still intrigued. That's something that Marvel does well in the the film world where it has different kind of genres for each of the superhero movies and yes I mean the stuff in the prison with Kingpin did anybody yeah. see that coming no, awesome. I, just, I no, felt stupid no. that I didn't no, see that coming yeah. but it was amazing him. I was quite ha- I, I quite expected how they brought that Kingpin get, breaks out of prison at the end of season 2 sets of season 3 I, I think so, that whole scene with him and Matt Murdock and uh, oh, so Matt intense. Murdock could just so turn into dead Evelyn and kick his ass well that's it he but he couldn't because he, he, could, he couldn't reveal himself and that was amazing but do you think Kingpin knows now that he's the devil. I think Kingpin's got an idea. Yeah. I think Kingpin's got he's an idea. He's not daft. He asks for the files, doesn't he? Does he ask for the Daredevil the files? The Murdoch files. The Murdoch files, yeah. yeah. I've got a feeling he, he knows or he's going to figure it out. I mean, is it work. not so much that Matt Murdoch and his team are an irritant and they're in his way? Possibly, but I don't know, mm. something tells me that he maybe knows. I do think they're heading forward for the uh, current page storyline for the comics where she sells Daredevil's identity for drugs. Well, they've, they've I, talked about. That's sorry. That's, that's a spoiler. If you're still no, reading the yeah. comic books, and, wow, that is dark. Well, yeah, yeah. She's, she's basically. Well, the show's dark. They, they've talked about a past but name, mm, but they've not talked about yeah. what no. happened. So well, I, I, I go down that, that path happening. again. But just, yeah. uh, yes, very much so. That's very much the way I see the kingpin in the comics. He's very much a man who has other people sacrifice things for him. Um, excellent. I, I really enjoyed George Daredevil. We're living yeah, in the golden I, age, people. I, I've got. I've just got to say. I mean, I'll come back to this again when we talk about Superman and Batman because I think that what they managed to do was make something quite dark but also fun. And this yes. is the balance because when I talk about fun, I don't mean laugh a minute. I don't mean quips. I don't mean light-hearted. Mm. I mean something that is enjoyable to watch. And Daredevil, the action, the actual storytelling and the action scenes, those fights were fantastic. They all serve television a purpose. They, they serve a purpose. purpose. And they're clear, you can follow them. And for television, I think it's amazing. <laughs> but we should, we should stop saying that for television because television it, it, it's surpassing. It it's surpassing. Yeah. Netflix is doing such a fantastic job with its shows. And I think those fights were some of the best action sequences I've seen all year, I think. Yeah. I wish yeah. I could say I saw as good as stuff in Deadpool. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Deadpool. Yeah, I think different beast. It, it did, Deadpool didn't blow me away. I thought it was quite. I like the wit of it. I like the humour of it. Mm. I'm glad it did well because, yes, it's yeah. going to open the door for yeah. R-rated, as they say in America, or, you know, 18 films. Because I remember seeing Blade at the cinema. Yeah. The first 18 mm. films I saw. Brilliant. And what we've seen about Old Man Logan for a third Wolverine yeah. film. Imagine yeah. that's an 18. Yeah. How much better would that be? How much better would the previous Wolverine films been? I just hope they don't do it for the sake of it. That's an issue. Well, that's Hollywood to a two. Yeah, they're just going to chase that Deadpool money, aren't they? But yeah, I, yeah. Do you think if I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be another Deadpool movie yeah, yes. out? That, yeah, I've already um, the how the X Men are brought that, into I think world. that depends on how. See, I think you've the got a problem there. I think you've got a problem there because Deadpool has constantly referred to the fourth wall, mm. and he's re, he's referred to uh, casting yeah, the X Men movies. Yeah. So how can you credibly have Deadpool in that universe? <laughs> Plus, uh, yeah. it's, it's different kind of tones. And this is also an issue with, like, if you say Kingpin, 
could you have Kingpin turn up in Spider-Man? Would that work? I think it'd be great. But can you imagine that Kingpin? No, I, I think you could. You'd, you'd have to tone him down slightly, but I think there would be a plausible way of doing it. Mm. I just don't think Deadpool can be introduced to Wolverine in one scene and the next scene be talking about Hugh Jackman. Sure. I, 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 don't, <laughs> so I don't think that would, that would hold together. That sounds far more interesting than the X movie we're about to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm mixed about X Men. Yeah. Okay. We'll get but, to um, the future. But no, I, mean, yeah. I think maybe, maybe bringing more X Men characters possibly to. Deadpool I think work. that's the key but I think what they're going to do because they're bringing Cable into it I, don't know, mm-hmm. I think they're going to take characters who are kind of like the B-list maybe or the characters we're not well, the, new, the new mutants were never the sort of first rung X-Men so yeah. maybe that's so you could take a few more liberties with them couldn't they like Colossus in, in the Deadpool yeah. it's either that or Cable takes him to the future shows him what's in store for mutants and he comes back a bit more serious yeah because yeah. he, well, you know, he, he knows what's at stake. I think there's a place for it, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it's quite funny yeah, to see the whole kind of that well, superhero landing and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And then to see Batman versus Superman. And <laughs> right. see okay, well, look. But then, talking of which, yeah. let's segue. <laughs> let's segue to. I mean, I think I think we've talked about Deadpool and Daredevil, but really, I think <laughs> I think the meat of this conversation is going to be around two films which have come out within a month of each other. So we've got Batman versus Superman. Dawn of so Justice or whenever something. Whenever we say Batman Superman, can we start it with the excellent Batman Superman? <laughs> we've got Have you Batman, any podcasts on your own? Yes, <laughs> we've, we've, got, <laughs> we've got Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and we've also got Captain America Civil War. Two films from two different uh, studios, one from DC, one from Marvel, both kind of kind of touching on similar material, I think it's fair yeah, to say. Absolutely. But both received very differently by most <laughs> so let's go Rob Rob has a script he's ready he's I'm poised I was say for the purpose of the podcast he has a whole like speech he has a speech ready okay Look, so settle down if I'm honest <laughs> I think a lot of the podcasts out there will be going on the same sort of thing that me and Darius saw when we saw the movie so Mr Fussy Bitch take the floor sir Dawn of Justice. <laughs> tell, tell me about the movie you saw, because I'm yeah. not sure to say what I did. But. Well, I'll t- tell you what, from the, from the opening sequence that we saw of um, a Batman, well, Bruce Wayne chasing through the streets and um, getting to the building that Superman's destroying, I really enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of on board for this from that point on. Mm. And I wasn't looking forward to the film, and I found, I found it pleasantly surprising when I sat down to watch it. I was getting, I, I, I was getting a little excited about seeing it, so that was the first time. And yes, the film has flaws. I'm not. I'm not saying it's perfect. <laughs> not far. But I. I think over the last two. The best way I can explain it is the last two, two years we had Oblivion in 2000, I think it was 2014-15, which a lot of people didn't like and I loved. We had Jurassic World last year, which I can't defend, but I fucking love that film. And this year it's Batman Superman, and for me the film just worked. Now. It's not the best version of the film they could be. It's stupid what Warner Brothers did to kind of try and just massively cash in. I mean, we're saying we're on uh, Marvel movie number 13 and DC trying to do the same thing on film two, which is ridiculous. And given who's making the film, why it's being made, who's been cast, I'm not saying this is the best version of the film it could have been. I'm saying this is the best version of the film that there could have been based on who's involved and who made it. 
that's 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 yeah, but <laughs> that's like Scott one. Snyder has made a brilliant dystopian superhero movie. Sadly, sorry, Scott Snyder writes the Batman comics. Zack Snyder has made a brilliant dystopian superhero movie, but sadly, that was Watchmen. That was not Dawn of Justice. <laughs> and I think you'll find that's because his sports material was a lot better. I don't know where to start with this. Um, it just went on for too long. It was joyless. Superman wasn't acting like Superman. Batman was on another fucking planet. I don't know what Batman he was playing. It wasn't Bruce Wayne as Batman. They tried to shoehorn too much into two and a half hours. The, the, the Justice League itself, it turns out, is actually created by Lex Luthor because he's taken time to design posters no, 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 no. and slogans this is for his them marketing team have probably done. Okay, well, all right. Yeah. But just, oh, where to start? All right. <clears throat> Again, it's a lot of the, a lot of the thoughts of... Dawn of Justice, you could level up Man of Steel as well. Superman is such a miserable fucker. Mm-hmm. The oh, only people he seems to care for are Lois Lane and his mum, and everyone else be damned. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole montage of Superman <laughs> supposedly being Superman, and he looks so miserable while doing it. I quite like that sequence, though. I'll go, I'll, no, 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 no. Do you want to go and sit next to No, 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 no. I'm going to agree with Talk one thing that Rob side. said. I like that opening sequence of Bruce mm. Wayne running through. Oh, okay. That was good. It was just to explain yeah. away the destruction of Man of Steel. Yeah, and I think, I think um, Ben Affleck actually was quite good as Batman. Yes. I don't agree with everything they did with Batman, but I think he, he was really I good. I think he was one of the better yeah. elements. He I was one of the better elements, yeah. I think he, he, he wore Batman well. Yeah. But... I honestly don't know where to start. <laughs> well, can we, let's let's start right. with okay. Superman. Cause yeah. All right. Grant Henry Cavill is an awful actor. Mm. He awful, has no awful, charisma. Awful. And I don't even think he looks particularly great as Superman. No. Yes, he's got the size and the body, but I don't even think he's... I don't like the chest hair. No, know, yeah. Just, I know. Like, I picked the, up on that. Yeah, yeah. The chest hair. Like, put, put it away. Just, get just, it, get just, it okay, just okay. That. Can we get down to that? <laughs> <laughs> Superman is not... Really, he's meant to be almost perfect, isn't he? In in lots of different ways. And they were trying to make him relatable and flawed. But they and didn't. You and this is the problem. Really, no, but the way they tried to do it, I'm agreeing with you. But the way they tried to do that, just it broke the whole thing down. And then that's why he doesn't really become the Superman that we know. Catherine, my dear, I will explain it to you like this. Okay. <laughs> my name was Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> I get that this is supposed to be Superman Year One, and I get he doesn't understand how to be Superman yet. But there are ways you can do that. I don't understand what it's like to be from an alien from another planet, but I do understand the weight of expectations. I do understand what it's like for everybody to want you to do something that you don't particularly want to do. Communi- communicate it to me in that way. Make it relatable. Make mm. me sympathise mm. with a young Superman who doesn't know what to do yeah. with his powers. No, but that fell down. I'm agreeing with you because that completely fell down in the way that they did that and in trying too hard to make him relatable made... made Dave, you just think, this is that is not Superman. They've made a Superman which we don't like. And the problem is, I think they could do Have that. Have they all. ever ma- successfully managed to make Richard Superman? Dunn. Yeah, well, the Richard I've done it. Chris, Chris Reeve, you know, he was a character you kind of felt, and you kind of felt like he cared for people. You felt like he, you know, he had a passion for saving people, and that he knew what was right. You know, this problem, this interpretation of yes. Batman as Superman, what's it's incredibly it's selfish. So, yeah, yeah, selfish. So miserable, like you said. You know, it's. He just. Uh, I don't care about him. I don't like this Superman. No. So why? Why yes. should I he's give a shit? Flawed. Why should I give a shit about the fact that he's died? 
because he's not done jack shit in his films to make me give a shit about the fact that he's died also, and that's a lot of shit so I do apologize his Superman and <laughs> his Clark Kent <laughs> are identical if you look back at um, Christopher Reeve his Clark Kent is lovable Amazing. his Clark Kent is the bumbling the bumbling yeah. buffoon yeah he's not sat in a bathtub crying or whatever he, it was Chris, you know Christopher Reeve had the was you know he, he famously kind of did words. the whole the body language didn't he he kind of when he was Christopher when he was um, Clark Kent sorry he was kind of you know um, stooped over yeah stooped over yeah. he kind of lowered Very he, clumsy. his all kind of mannerisms were different and he was kind of such a kind of different character and then it became Superman and, and you believed it but he saved people. He did good. You know, yeah. what, what does this Superman actually stand for? So, and what, what, what I can't get my head around is, why the hell did he try and squeeze the death of Superman into this? I know. It's the whole thing with Doomsday <laughs> What are they doing? Well, right? Why not? Doomsday? Why not? Why not? <laughs> why throw not? it in there. Yeah. Let's go for Let's it. Chuck it Let's, Let's chuck it. Let's chuck it. You're going to do it. Do it big. Do it brush. Fuck yeah, it up. Let's do it horrendously Let's amazing. Do it big. <laughs> All right, okay, Can okay. I talk about Lex Luthor? Please do. I found him incredibly annoying. I Convince me otherwise. No, no, I can't. I found his voice, Mr. Wood. I found his voice so incredibly grating that I couldn't actually hear the words he was saying because I was too irritated by his performance. Yeah. But if you cast Jesse Eisenberg, what do you expect? No, I no, didn't cast I him. I, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't cast I'm sorry. Him. I disagree with that. I think Jesse Eisenberg could have given a really great dramatic performance as Lex Luthor. He could have gone against type. He could have really surprised everybody and and done a stellar performance. And you think, my God, he's sinister and dark. But he didn't do that. And I think he's, he's, what, he's yeah, one of the few whiny. people in the film who knows what type of film he's in. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's, like, that's, like, that's like saying Tommy Lee Jones in Batman Forever. Knew oh, he just counts it off he, does, he was chewing the scenery as yeah. Lex Luthor. And he doesn't make any sense. And do the thing is, what, what did, what was Lex Luthor's plan? Explain to me what oh, was no, Lex Luthor's plan. I think it had so many holes in Lex Luthor's plan. Why couldn't Superman just close his eyes for two minutes and listen for his mother? He wouldn't have had to fight Batman because he could have flown up his Martha. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on the Martha thing. My mother's name. My mother's name. But as soon as they find out each other's mother's names are Martha, they're friends. But Superman is no longer an alien menace. Not just to Clark, not just to Bruce Wayne, but to the whole world. He's fine. Go in peace. They had the throw down. They related about something. And it's fine. The throw, the throw down which came, what, let's, let's get this right. About an hour and a half. An hour and a half, I'd say. Yeah. So we have to sit through an hour and a half of nothing. It was such a right, okay. boring, okay. joyless <laughs> film to watch. <laughs> and I've got to, I, this is one of the few situations, <laughs> I've actually sat down and watched the film and I just really wanted it to end. I wanted to be out uh, of it because I know. hated it. Oh, it I, I hated, it I hated much of it, but I do think it had a few Rodinian bits and pieces. I appreciated the large scale they were going for in terms of mentioning Darkseid. And the idea that we, one second, Lex Luthor is being served by a higher him. master, and this is Dark Side. I think it was very brave of them to do that. I actually really liked Wonder Woman. I think she, her and Ben Affleck were one of the very few things mm. to come out well out of the film. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the one Wonder Woman movie. Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Wonder Woman movie it, it was yeah. very much like Batman Returns when you had the, the scenes between Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer when they're at the dinner party, mm. which is one of the most outstanding mm. scenes of that entire film. I think it was very much in this film. Their interactions together. You've got to have a dinner party scene in the back. You've got to have dinner party. You've got to have a talk. Yeah. No, 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 no. Look, tell me, sorry. Tell me, I don't do hate you. it. I don't hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. I, I love but the Flash. 
I, th- I love the part when the, when the Superman, when Batman was asleep and the Flash. I thought it was a bit confusing though. It's like, what's going on? Is he actually coming through time? He's coming through time. Is he yeah. part of the dream? Why well, have this, a, why have a dream why sequence? Was Superman, and then, why was sorry, Why was Batman hallucinating so much? Well, that's the thing. And it's like they're saying, oh yeah, but in like three or four films, that's going to make loads of sense. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, but I was sat in the cinema and I thought that was Robin. Did you really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it was the Flash. Oh yeah, of course, Flash. He can go through time because I know about the Flash. I've watched the Flash. I know Flash can travel through time. The whole paradox and all that, you know, Flashpoint and things. But to the casual view, they probably they don't know that. I think the problem is they was just they. They want to build the world. They want to do what Marvel has done. And they've not earned it. They've not oh taken God, the time. Not they've not taken the time, so they've made this film. Could you tell me bits of the film you did enjoy? Because I think for two and a half hours, I'm not going to yeah. lie to you, I think no, a lot of it was quite shit. But there were a few bits and pieces I didn't quite I really so. like, I liked the sequence at the beginning when he's running through the city. I thought that was great. Mm. Yeah. I liked Ben Affleck generally. I thought Jeremy Irons as Alfred kind of worked. I thought I liked his kind of snarly kind of mm. weird. He was kind of a bit... Kind of, yeah, kind of worn down. I liked that. Um, what else did I like? When, what when did you guys I, think of uh, the um, uh, death of Superman being shoehorned uh, into the end? Because to me that was way too soon. But too soon. Can, I, can too I just soon. dive in? Are we now at a point where we're so spoiled with superhero films? We've had a film where Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman take on Doomsday. We did, but, but it, it wasn't was any so good. Quickly. It wasn't any good. That's like saying we've had a Fantastic Four <laughs> film in which they fight Doom. But it wasn't very yeah. good. In the world where we get Ant-Man films about the second most popular Ant-Man. I'm sorry. Are we now going, oh, if it's not perfect? I like. would love to see Batman and Superman. The Batman and Superman I love fight. I didn't get that. Let, let's just I didn't get it. I got a Batman I don't, I don't really like and Superman guns. I don't really like. There's another, in inverted commas, dream sequence where, where, where they show us Batman in the future and Batman uses machine guns to take down what we, what we presume are either parademons or humans. Parademons. I could live with Batman and guns marginally if I knew the people who he was shooting were not humans. But they don't really make that clear. There's the dude with the wings, which everyone presumes are parademons, and then there are the other dudes who shoot from a machine gun. Yeah. And that scene itself really took me out of the movie. It's basically a post-credit scene in the middle of the film, which is really weird. Why it basically did that to build up the future of it the film. So cool. It did look cool. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arg- look, he knows how to shoot a film. Mm. The film generally did look good. Because some of it was a bit. As well yeah, some of it. Some oh, of it was a little bit so too amazing. CGI. Doomsday. Was Fucking shit! I'm sorry. He was like stock CGI. He was, like he was left over. King. Yeah. From he was left over from the nineties. You know what I mean? He was just it's like a bit of Spider-Man. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just such bad CGI. But um, it's some of the CGI. But Zack Snyder does know how to shoot, and it, and it looks beautiful. You know, it's great scope, and I get that. And uh, some people are saying, "Oh, yeah, but what was wrong with having a kind of serious kind of take on it?" It's like, I'm not against that, like we said with Daredevil. Why can't we have something... Yeah, we can have something that's serious, but why can't we also have it be fun, I thought it, I, I found it very fun and very enjoyable. Yeah. On the so flip I, side... I, I, they they, they didn't build Doomsday up at all. No. Doomsday, no, Doomsday, Doomsday was stupid, right. but he could have had him fight any odd... On the, on the flip side of that, Captain, Captain America Civil War. 
dealing with quite similar kind of ideas of superheroes kind of facing up, but very different because they've had 13 films to build up to this. You know the relationship of Tony Stark, you know the, and his relationship to uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and you believe that. You know, they've built it up, and when it comes to it, it pays off because the emotion. There is was there. no payoff because he was never going to kill him or anything. No, there he was, was never no going to kill him because there was there was never anything. But he oh. pushed him to that moment when Tony Stark thought he was going to take his head off. Yeah. I didn't. That know. scene, that scene, and in, in, in Tony but, kind of flinches. But he we, thinks as, as a, take as his a head viewer, off. it doesn't matter because they've already announced he's going to be in Spider Man. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so what's the but point? That's, that, but you know, you, you know, these characters. There's no repercussions to that movie yeah. at all. Miss Hill, what yes. did you think of Civil War? Well, like you say, they've taken the time to build the characters up, and mm. um, it's a completely different. I almost feel like I can't compare it with Batman versus Superman because it's completely it's incomparable. Yes. No, yeah. not in the way you're saying, <laughs> so Robert Wood. Um, I, I already have an investment in the characters. I already... Stop it. I already have an investment in the characters. I already like them. I am Team Cap. Yeah. You know, so I've made my decision which side I was on. So it was interesting to sort of see what was happening from the very beginning, the build-up. I thought the action sequences were incredible. Um, I didn't care if no one was going to kill each other. I did think at one point uh, War Machine or Iron Patriot was going to have it when so he fell from the sky. Yeah, I so thought, oh, oh, oh. I do think, to be honest, I do think they could have um, killed him off. Nothing against the actor because um, he's, he's very good. But I think we could do with a bit of, you know, taking it to another level. Let's have that they're not completely indestructible. But there you go. Um, and I think uh, it was interesting to see which characters took which side uh, as well. It was mm. interesting to see those kind of things. I loved Ant-Man coming into it. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, I loved that. I, I genuinely didn't know that that was coming up. Um, I thought the turn of Spider-Man was fantastic, and that's made me excited for any future Spider-Man films as well. Even if Iron Man's going to be in it, it was. To be fair, yeah. the movie itself was a great launching pad for Spider-Man. I thought Black it was fantastic. Yes. for a second Ant-Man movie. Yes. For, for, the more, yes. for, for, for the for the Avengers. Yes. Yeah. For, for the rest of it, especially you know. it's it's a, it was, essentially, it was Avengers free. It, it basically it did what Ultron couldn't do, and I think yeah. it managed to. The Russo brothers, I think, are yes. such good directors, and I think what they managed to do in that film was mix comedy. With drama, One second, with action, with all those characters, fantastic. There was comedy, but it wasn't to the point in Age of Ultron when everyone was yeah. ready to quip every few minutes. Yes, yeah. well, just the weird. thing the Russos yeah. have done amazingly here is they've taken the superhero, the superhero genre, but they've grounded it. It's the same thing they did with Winter Soldier. Mm. Winter Soldier was a superhero. It was it was a spy movie that yeah. just happened to feature superheroes. This is a superhero movie. But it's very grounded, mm. and because it's very grounded, the motivations make a lot more sense. It's a um, ideological argument. Mm. Oh, should we be governed by the by the government? So he uses that as its base, and then he drops these superheroes into the story. And in comparison to Batman vs Superman, they've kind of built up over so many films that you understand it. Yes, you can see these the chain of events that have led you to this point when you have to govern the superheroes, and you can see why Tony 
doesn't want to, why Tony does, does want, want to do it. Yes. And you can see why Cap does, does because of what happened in Winter Soldier. Sure. And he he's distake, he's, he, he distrusts he, the government. He distrusts the government. Yeah. And you and but Tony Stark has got this conscience now and he he, he feels so bad for everything that he's done and for Ultra and for the arms, <laughs> you know, race and everything. So you get that. You get that conflict. Yes. I would and say the Russo brothers, as opposed to making a Batman movie, they're making a Bourne movie. Mm. Um given the political intrigue Given the given the visual presentation, a lot of those um, handheld cameras with the fight, you know, in, on the stairwell, which was, for me was a little bit shaky, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Um, I, I think that they they worked long and hard to ground it in some kind of reality, some kind of logic, and I think Batman and Superman could have really done with that. See, I think they grounded it too much, and it became boring. Really? Uh, well, your great. biggest. What was your biggest thing about the film? Yeah, well, just, I mean, I'm a fan of popcorn in a movie. <laughs> and, but I'm also very courteous, and I'll only eat said popcorn during loud moments of the film. This film was nearly two and a half hours, and by the end of the film, I had half my popcorn left. And I was just, to be honest, I mean, if we take, even if we take away all the, the fact that there's going to be no repercussions in this film, there's no, for me, that took all the drama out of it completely. So what I was left with, minus a few... But again, even with the, the scene at the airport, visually it looked great, but no one was ever going to get hurt. It was, yeah, no to be one, fair, to be it, fair. They were even said they were pulling the punches. It was a bit light-hearted, wasn't it? Was, it? it was too light. It, it lacked intensity. It was, oh, it was, it was, it was just so it was just But it was boring. fun. Yes, it was fun. It was so but, I, I mean, fun. It, was, it was good, but the rest of the film I just found to be so boring because I didn't oh. care. I knew this, I mean, this, with Winter Soldier, it changed everything. Yeah. It was fantastic. Not only was did we get the great action, we had this fantastic story, and it affected the MCU in a way that sent repercussions from then onwards. I this agree. Doesn't. Winter Soldier, I think, is a better, much tighter better. film. Mm. But I think, God, Civil War was just so much fun. It's just and it's the one to, where they talk. No, so to take your kind of um, allegory, or whatever it was, um, of the, the story, you know, about the popcorn. Mm. Same with me. I had a bag of sweets. I had a bag of sweets for Batman. I had a bag of sweets for Civil War. During Batman, I ate all the sweets yeah. because I needed to get through that film. I it. needed something. <laughs> I ate all the sweets. Watching Civil War, I had half of my sweets eaten because I was so engrossed in the film and I was loving every moment of it. I didn't want to eat the food. I wanted to watch the film. So what you are saying, basically, is your bag of sweets is half full yeah. and Rob's is half empty. Yeah, Yay. that's basically it. See, I, I really... I really <laughs> it's interesting. I, I really didn't expect to like Superman, Batman. and I really enjoyed it. When I, I really it, wanted to like this film. and I was, I was really looking forward to it. And I, I was really underwhelmed. And I've got no interest in watching it again. I, I, I just... I, I can't... I cannot... I cannot see how you can see that. Dur- during um, Civil War... I was thinking about going to see it again while I was watching the film. I loved it that much. I was thinking, I can't wait to watch this again. This is so good. It's got to be watched again. There is so much packed into it. Well, it makes sense. I can't... I Yeah, but in a way that I'm going to enjoy watching it again. It's not, oh, I'm going to have to watch that again to understand... I, you understand it. I just want to watch it again and really soak up some of those action the scenes and the and well, the what cast was happening and the team dynamics—they've got down to the tea. I yes. can remember I was listening to our podcast on the Ultron Avengers movie, and we said at the end of it about how all underwhelmed we all were at the lineup of the Avengers. But in the right in the Russell Brothers' hands, that's, a, that's an amazing soap opera. Yeah. See, I'm less enthused about Infinity War now. I think it'll be. If you had someone like James Gunn doing Infinity War, or at least helping out, I'd be like, oh, that but could did, be interesting. But did, did Civil War not show you that the Russell Brothers can balance characters? 
it, I mean, had a lot compared, of people in there, and com- everybody had something to do. Compared to Ultron, it's a far superior film. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I just... <sighs> okay. I, I've Which just Avengers gotten... did you enjoy in Civil War? See, I love Cap to the point I'm practically getting obsessed yeah. with him now. It's quite worrying. And I found his character boring. I found Tony Stark to be just... What, what's he become? I just wasn't interested in, in, his, in his journey through this film. Spider-Man, as good as he was, was shoehorned in. Black Panther, yeah, it was kind of cool, but um, I, I just... I, I, I'd found so little of this film to bring me joy. I mean, Baron Zemo as well, that we haven't mentioned. I liked Baron Zemo. I liked but, his motivation. But it, it made sense. And c- can we stop... We need, we need to reference Sokovia. Oh, we need to stop that. It's, that was one thing that got on my nerves. Yeah, it's not a real country. Yeah, and yeah, it really it's fucks me off. Now. It's stu- it's, it's, <laughs> it really does. Yeah. But it's just this... Yeah, but that it's just a picture probably one of the things that bugged me. Was yeah. One of the most of the I really enjoyed was Scarlet Witch when she was when they were fighting Crossbones yeah. and he went to pull the trigger on his suicide vest and she yeah. used her Vex powers yeah. to stop him. The fact that she doesn't know what she's doing for it, but she managed to but, stop him and then she panicked and that's what caused the explosion. But see, because again, what that does is that takes speed. And you, you'll have your time, dude. <laughs> it takes the speed instant from the comics and actually invests into that particular instant a character we've already spent time with in the previous movies. And that's the genius of Marvel. But again, the to come back to the lack of, I don't know, drama and tension in the film, by doing that to Crossbones, you remove what he does in the comics. Now, spoilers because Kate doesn't know. So you remove, and again, that for me was the theme of the film. None of this that I'm watching is Did you honestly think matters. that was going to happen, though? Talking in code here, but the end of the comics was what was going to happen at the end of the movie. Yes, I'm glad I'm, I was waiting for that. I'm and glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. I, I wish they had, or at least I think it kind of, I think what Civil War really did was set up for the for Infinity War. Do you I not think they, they think need more of a gap between Civil War and Infinity War? Uh, they have got like a gap of like two years, to be fair, and it's like four films in between. So I think, yeah, there's enough gap. Because basically you've got a team which is kind of uh, separated. You've got a fra- you know, fractured kind of team. They're all kind of going to be shaken up by the events of Civil War. And then suddenly, Thanos is going to come. You're never going to have enough time in the movies to address that. No, and like that's why... The, and then also, they, they haven't had enough time to do Civil War like they did in the comics, and it is a different beast than that. But no, yes. I, 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 I'm just going to just finish up with it, saying that I thought Civil War was fantastic, and I think the Russo brothers are great directors, in the vein, like, the guys who do a Lego movie, for instance. Mm-hmm. Very clever, very imaginative, and I think the action sequences were clever and imaginative and fresh. they much fresh. care for the last fight. Sorry? It was very intense, the last fight. I don't think it beat the airport fight. No, the airport fight was really the big sequence, and the last sequence was more emotional. And I, I don't know, I know, we're going to disagree yeah. on this, but I, <laughs> I personally this could go loved on it. for a very long time. So just, just to wrap up my my perspective. Yeah, go. Um, Civil War again. I've said I found it to be relatively boring. It might be the first instance of superhero fatigue creeping in. Maybe I'm certainly from my point of view. Mm. Like I've spent time with these characters and I'm, I'm kind of getting bored of them now um, but for me Batman Superman made me feel like a big kid again uh, I, I mean I was, I was watching very depressive I was, I was, well, yeah, I was actually <laughs> I, just, just seeing Superman and Batman face off on cinema made me go again like, like the first Avengers did and for that alone is why I love the film uh, yeah okay 
So we're, we're going to wrap up there. So we will be back, I promise you, um, like Arnie, just keep coming back, keep coming back. So we, we will be back. Um, so any final words before we go? No. Um, follow us on Facebook. Tweet us on twi- the Twitter. In- interact. Well. We like interaction. Yeah, please do interact yeah, with us. We so will respond. All <laughs> the details are in the uh, description on iTunes or on Facebook at Strangers to the Multipacks. So until next time, don't be a stranger. Right, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs>